you believe in ghosts? What a silly question for me to ask. You wouldn't be here if you didn't. In this episode of Unexplained Realms, the podcast, we caught up with one of the lead investigators from Buried Alive Paranormal Productions. She fills us in on their projects and how they document some of the scariest places in the U.S. So grab your popcorn and get settled in to join us while we catch up with Christy from Buried Alive Paranormal Productions. It's it's Ann and Eddie. <laughs> Hi, how are y'all? We're oh, good. we're good. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm gonna go sit somewhere quiet. So <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There we go. <laughs> did you right. did you check I'm out my sister? So my my niece and nephew are running around a bit. <laughs> oh no worries. Did you happen to check out the show at all? Um, I've just been working and stuff the last couple of days, so I haven't had time to do much of anything. No worries. So tell us a little bit about your adventures and, you know, all that fun stuff that you, you've got going on. Um, well, I do a whole lot of different stuff. So I, well, I own a haunted building myself, and then I do, um, I do live solo investigations. So basically I go to a location completely by myself and just do a live video so everybody can see it's not edited and whatever happens happens you know and that I'm the only person in there so you know if something happens obviously it's not me because right. everybody knows where I'm at um so I do that I do have my own team um Buried Alive Paranormal uh we have a show on Amazon Prime uh we haven't really done anything with that in a while um and a lot of that has to do with COVID. Right. Um, and then I work for a company called Haunted Rooms America. And so I travel around the country and I do, like, I host overnight tours and overnight investigations, um, basically for people who buy tickets, you know, beginners and people who are just interested and whatever. It's more of just a, like, fun event. We usually have about 30 people per event. Um, sometimes there's sleepovers, sometimes there's not, but... You know, so that's pretty fun. So right. <laughs> I do a lot of stuff. So, oh my gosh, back up. You said you had a haunted building. You own one? Yes, I own a building, me and my team. So my team is just myself and then two other people. Um, and so um, it was about almost two years ago now. Um, I was actually, I I do a lot of urbexing, you know, um, just finding abandoned buildings and um, photographing them and filming them and whatever. Wow. And so that's kind of, yeah, it's kind of what I do when I'm, I just need a break from everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I kind of came across this town of, of Wymore, Nebraska and just fell in love with it. And the history is just insane. And so, um, at the time I was filming, um, with, um, it was America's most terrifying places. And so I, um, had talked to some of the producers from that show and they said, well, if you make a documentary and we like it, we'll, we'll buy it. Um, wow. And so needless to say, that hasn't happened yet two years later. Um, but I was looking for like an office. And so somebody offered me this building and I said, well, I don't want it unless it's haunted. Um, and so they, they gave me access to it for two months. Um, and I just recently posted. So it's 
It's the Stevenson Building um, in Lymore, Nebraska, and it is making its television debut on April 3rd on Portals to Hell. Um, oh, so they came out and filmed it. Yeah. yeah, so it's, it's pretty amazing. We're excited. So. Where are you Where are you located exactly? Um, well, I technically live in Omaha, Nebraska. Okay, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, I say technically because I'm, I'm actually in the process of, um, like, uh, transitioning into van life. Um, so I'm starting to basically live in my van you know I'm converting it and you know I, trying to live off the grid yeah. as much as possible I read so. I read something that you posted like that and I thought oh my gosh that's that's going to be amazing for everything that you're working with anyway so yes it helps <laughs> it makes it easier right <laughs> we'll just, just put that out there yeah yeah so. roll on over to something haunted and check it out so when you when you're when you are going to these haunted places and whatnot, are you you guys are investigating with equipment or how does that work? Um, yeah, so I mean, basically, when I do the haunted rooms, it's more of an event, you know, with guests and stuff, and so a lot of them are beginners, and so they learn about the equipment and they learn how to, you know use it and they get to check out a cool location um and so then what happens a lot of times is i've i've been able to i've been very lucky to develop a lot of really good relationships and friendships with a lot of the building owners um and so then they you know usually invite me to come back and do the solo investigation um so that's been awesome the people who own um the 585 mansion in virginia i've known them for a long time um, they're, they're really good people, um, and it's actually because of them, um, come July, I'm getting to do a solo investigation in, um, the, it'll be the underground tunnels in Gettysburg. Oh so, my goodness, that is so awesome. Yeah, that's that's going to be yeah, something powerful. Yeah, it's something they let people do a lot, so yeah. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> wow. So, so how did you get into, yeah. how did you get into all of this? Um, well, I've always been kind of interested in it. Um, and then, gosh, it's been, I think, six years ago now, I met Jeremy. Jeremy was actually my boss. Um, and I just worked in a restaurant. He was one of the managers. And he was like, hey, I'm, I'm, he's super into paranormal. Like, he is obsessed, like, beyond anything you could ever imagine. Um, and so he was going to the Velisca house, and someone backed out and asked me if I wanted to go. And I was like, yeah. Um, and so it just kind of progressed from there. And so, of course, now, I mean, Jer myself and Jeremy and then our friend, um, we just call him Polson. Um, we became a team and we bought the building. Um, so we've been pretty much ever since. Wow. So, so that's... Yeah. Oh, just a lot. You've got a lot going on. Um, yeah, I get bored easy, so I have to keep myself busy. <laughs> That's a good thing, though. That's a good thing. So this Amazon yeah. show, obviously, you've done a lot with it. I did take a quick glance at that. Um, you want to tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, so basically, I didn't, you know, people are very critical, you know, when they comment on it. I know the, <laughs> I know the production quality isn't the greatest, Um but it was never meant to be a show. It just kind of happened. 
And so, you know, of course, as you start and then you get better as you go, that's, you know, the ultimate goal there. Um, But we just kind of, it it really just happened on accident and it wasn't intentional. Um, But um, I know that sounds weird even saying it, like how do you accidentally (laughs) make a show? But that's what happened. It happens. Um, But we basically um, just, some we take someone along with us who doesn't, really know they're not sure you know maybe they don't believe in it at all um and so they come along as our featured guests and they get to experience it and you know some of the things that you know particularly liz um when we did the the rails west museum and she watched a cabinet door open completely by itself um it's been a couple years and that girl is still afraid of her own basement um (laughs) i'm always like liz it's nowhere near your basement um but yeah, so I mean, that's kind of the premise of it. Uh, I think the next one that we're actually going to film is going to be Washer Club. Um, we had it set in film, but then COVID hit. So yeah. now we're just kind of trying to figure out when we're going to do it. So. Oh. so do you have like one of one of your investigations that's the most terrifying to you? Which one of them was that? Um, I don't really know if... I guess none of them have really been terrifying if I had to pick one I would say Edinburgh Manor in Scotch Grove Iowa um and of course you know you if I don't know if you watched that one but it was in the episode Mm -hmm. about it yeah how and and I'm just an even person I'm always happy I'm always laughing and joking very rarely do I get sad or upset or you know I just kind of stay this way and um for whatever reason I just kind of started going off pretty much on Jeremy and oh no was just like yelling and screaming and whatever and oh. then I was just like okay I'm done now and Jeremy's like what just happened I'm like I don't really know <laughs> <laughs> but I can I you know later on as I'm as I'm editing and watching the footage it took me I had a hard time watching it I felt so bad I I can't tell you how many times I still to this day apologize to him for that he's like it's fine he's like I don't really know what happened I'm like I don't either (laughs) it's very out of character for me um yeah I'm just kind of watching you do things that you don't normally do Mm -hmm. it's like it's it's confusing I guess and scary so I I wonder though sometimes like if you know even maybe you don't realize you're sensitive to you know paranormal maybe you are like sensitive where you know just the Environment, maybe there is uh, activity there and it affects you. So, possibly, maybe. Yeah, and I, you know, I hear a lot of people tell me, you know, that they think that I'm sensitive or I'm an empath or, you know, yeah. I, I personally don't. I don't like when people label me that way. Like, right. if other people want to do it, it's fine and whatever. Um, but I always say, you know, the point is that I'm trying to make other people, you know, see and experience this stuff and, and make it as real as I can, you know. And so, to me, I, if I, I almost feel like if I'm saying that stuff about me, it becomes more about me. Right. And that's the last thing that I want. You right. know, I don't... Um, yeah, and it, you know, and it shows, you know, I don't, I didn't put it in the episode, but when we went to Waverly Hills, I ended up with bruises, like a, a very severe pan print bruise on my leg. Oh. Um, but I didn't put it in the episode because 
people, oh, it's demonic and this and that. But I don't think that's what it was. And I didn't want to take away from what was really happening. Right. Um, sometimes I think those bruises and scratches people get, to me, sometimes it's just a matter of a transfer of energy. Could be. You know, like Absolutely. they're trying to get your attention. Yeah, it's like sticking your finger in a life socket. You're going to burn your finger. Right. You know? Not, necess- um, not so always. I, I mean, not... Uh, and how do I put it? Um, if there is activity and you're there investigating it, why isn't it possible that the spirits could be saying, hey, I'm here. Hey, I'm right here. So that's possible, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, to me, that's when, when I look back at the Waverly investigation and where it happened and why it happened, um, that's what I think. And so I didn't want, you know, I don't want people to go, Oh my God! You got attacked, and blah, blah, blah. I'm like no, that. Yeah. You know? So I just—I didn't even—I didn't yeah. even put it in there. You know, I don't mind talking about it, but I just right. didn't want people right. to to view it to take that negative, that, yeah, so. tone to it, yeah. Mm-hmm. So no. nothing else though, like flying off the wall, orbs. You guys do EVP at all? Um, we do. We, I mean, EVPs are my favorite. So if anybody knows anything about me, if I actually have my degree in um, film production where I focus on sound design Um, and so yeah so EVPs are I think they're one of my favorite pieces of evidence and the reason for that is because not only can you hear sometimes you can hear it when you're there and then if you catch it on a recorder and a camera but then when you put when you put the the sound waves into the program you can see it yeah you know so you know, hey, it's really there. I mean, if you can hear it and you can see it, right. I feel like you're getting double evidence. Right. Um, and then, of course, there's programs that I've learned to use pretty well to the point where a lot of the EVPs now, I can run them through my programs, and you'll get the voice clear as day as if someone's sitting right there talking to you. And it's, wow. It's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, yeah. <laughs> so your team is just a few people, but they're all just like uh, investigators like you, or do you have any psychics or anything like that? Um, no, they're just, I mean, Jeremy is still, he manages the restaurant, and um, Colson is, um, he actually is a prison guard, and he's also EMS and a firefighter. I guess he's just into saving lives and helping people. Wow. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know how he keeps up with it all, um, but um, they, and they both work, you know, their jobs full-time, where this is what I do full-time, right. um, and so, you know, it's, it's been, you know, a struggle this last year, obviously. Um, but, you know, we don't, we're, you know, we're just friends and we've been friends. And, you know, so they don't, and they don't really, <laughs> you know, they don't, they're not, they're just like, let's just be real. I guess that's the main thing. Yeah. Um, is we're always like, let's just be real. We work really hard to make sure that what we're putting out there that we're trustworthy. Um, and I think a lot of people who ask me to do solo investigations have done it um, because people believe what I'm saying, right. you know, but that comes with hard work, especially in this field. And, you know, there's a lot of drama that goes on and oh, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, so it was impo- it's important to me that people understand what I'm saying is the truth. Right. Um, and we all, we all agree to that, the three of us. So, yeah, it sounds amazing. Um, I think that 
I can't wait for you guys to go back into production. Hopefully COVID just eases back a little so that everybody can get back to normal. And uh, I, I'd really like to see your Amazon show get somewhere. That'd be awesome. <laughs> I'd like to see it too, but you never know. <laughs> you know, there's you know there's a lot of opportunities that are you know coming my way. Um, there's some things obviously you sign contracts, so I can't talk about a lot of this stuff. Right, right. Um, but you know, hopefully those things will turn into something. You know, and I tell people you know, all the time. I quit getting excited, you know, when opportunities come up because especially when television is involved. Um, you can be so up one minute and the next minute everything's done and over and canceled. Right, right. <laughs> and that, that happens more frequently than anything else. Um, you know, it's, it's just the way the, it is just the way the field is, yeah. you know. And so I'm like, well, if this stuff happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Another opportunity will come when it comes. Right. So <laughs> that's just where it is. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing with us. Um, I hope you listen to the podcast when you get a chance, and uh, at least this one. <laughs> um, I will for sure. <laughs> yeah, I know our listeners, uh, they love, obviously we have a fan base, they love the show, but seems like they get more excited when we do some interviews here and there, so this will be a fun treat for them. And especially in the paranormal space. Yeah, we haven't done a paranormal interview yet, so this will be fun for them, so... Thank well, you. Well, that's awesome. Yes, thank you yes, so you're much. You're welcome. Thank you for, thank you for having me and and talking to me. I appreciate it for sure. No problem. We'll we'll talk more soon, hopefully. And you have a good evening. You too. Thank you so much. Right. Bye. 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 I think I smiled the whole time because Christy was such an easy interview. She had plenty to say, and that made your job as an interviewer a lot easier. There was no stammering or dead space. I often wonder about that during interviews. Even though she didn't have time during the week to listen to the show to answer the first question, she jumped right in and had lots to say. Yeah, I have followed them for years. Uh, I first came across them when I was writing for um, Daily Vibes, you know, back in 2013. I actually did an interview with her for a written story, so... Ah, back in the Daily Vibes days. <laughs> yeah. For our listeners, Daily Vibes was a sort of lifestyle online magazine that we were a part of back in the day. If you want to learn more about Christy and her crew, head over to Facebook and type in Buried Alive Paranormal Productions. If you're new here, you may visit us at unexplainedrealms.com, Facebook, Instagram... Twitter, YouTube, and now TikTok. And we kindly ask you to hit all those juicy like, subscribe, and follow buttons. Give them all some love. It helps us with the algorithms on those platforms so that we come up better in search and news feeds and all that. And if you listen to us on Spotify, please enable Spotify notifications so you can be notified whenever we drop a new episode. Thank you for listening to the Unexplained Realms podcast. We'll see you next time. Support for this podcast comes from Anchor.fm and V Media Studios. That's a wrap. <laughs> Who's buying dinner? <laughs> <laughs>